0: On today's Intelligent Money Minute, we'll interview Ed Peters, managing partner at First Quadrant, author and investment management professional on the history and three causes of inflation.
1: Welcome to Intelligent Money Minute, a mercifully short podcast that may save you time and money. Your host, Hans Blake, is a CFA charterholder and CPA who has spent his entire career helping people minimize financial stress to maximize their lives. After managing $350 million and working with high net worth individuals around the world, he founded Intelligent Investing. Time is money, so invest in every minute. Here is your host, Hans Blake.
0: So today we're speaking with Ed Peters, Managing Partner at First Quadrant. Ed has been in investment management for over 44 years, and he's also an author, writing on market cycles, inflation, and asset allocation. I just want to welcome you, Ed, to Intelligent Money Minute. Thanks for coming. Inflation's been raging recently, and you've been in this business, I think you said 44 years or so. Going back to 1978, you've been around the block once or twice, and I would love to hear your take on the brief history of inflation in the United States going back to, let's just say, 1900.
2: Okay, sure. Well, in the early days, inflation was really tied to money supply, just as people often think about it. And the main reason is that money was different then. As, as we know. In 1972, uh, Nixon took us off the gold standard. Prior to that, uh, all money was backed by a supply of metal. And so inflation happened if a country were to print more money, more paper money than they had in gold. And so each dollar or each mark or whatever it was, if you printed more of them, but you had a fixed stock of gold, then the value of that piece of paper would go down. That's what happened to Weimar Germany, for instance, in the 20s. Was in order to pay their war debts, they printed more and more money, but they had a fixed stock of gold to back that. The same thing happened in the Civil War, somewhat in the North, but more in the South. Uh, the reason that Confederate dollars became worthless wasn't so much that the South lost the war, as that uh, they didn't have as much gold to back their paper money. So that that was the history of inflation going up until. Most of the 70s, I'd say. But there were some differences as well, because inflation has a couple of different causes. So we did have a very big spike in inflation in the late 40s after World War II. That was followed by a smaller one during the Korean War. And then inflation was very stable up until uh, after or during the Vietnam War in the late 60s and then into the 70s. Then we had a long period of very high inflation, which peaked in 1983. And then since then, it's been pretty much uh, quiet until recently the causes of inflation during each of these periods is slightly different. And there are different types of inflation. Uh, one of the things about recent times, which uh, concern me, is that because we haven't had inflation for such a long time, basically in a generation, uh, there's a lot of myth and simplification on what causes inflation. And I like to say that it's it's kind of like... Um, Uh, Diagnosing heart disease. If you die, there are many reasons why you can have heart disease. You can have uh, high blood pressure. You can have eat too many fatty foods. You can you can smoke cigarettes. You know all those things cause heart disease. But if you just treat it as if you're smoking, you know, and so you cut back on your smoking when your actual problem is too much salt, cutting back on smoking is not going to help you. Diagnosing inflation is very important. What's the cause of inflation? Not just the prices are rising.
0: What are the three types? of inflation, just broad level, you kind of mentioned money supply being one and then a supply shock and maybe a demand shock. Can you kind of just just talk about those three general types of inflation?
2: Sure, they all have different causes. Sometimes they happen at the same time though, which is kind of what's happening now. The first one is, uh, of course, prices can rise because demand is too high. So you have more demand for uh, goods or services than you have supply. So the demand shock drives the prices up because of that. The other thing that can happen is that demand actually doesn't change that much, but supply falls off. If uh, something like oil—if we have a shortage of oil—the demand for oil, of course, is is uh, fairly constant and increases because it's a vital part of our economy. Still, so if the supply of oil drops, then the price will go up. Supply can drop because of something like you know war in the Middle East. At cutting supplies mm. the same thing happens for say copper if there are strikes in copper mines then the supply of copper will fall and so the price will rise that's when you have a, um, a supply side shock the third one is the more complicated one and unfortunately it's the one that most people think of as inflation because the hyperinflation of the late uh, 70s and early 80s was tied to this and that's monetary inflation monetary inflation is basically too much money chasing too few goods The stock of money increases because of that uh, the value of the money goes down it happened in the old days because of the uh, gold standard these days uh, money supply can increase because of high levels of credit or borrowing or government spending
0: it's important to get an idea of the history of inflation to get an understanding of the current inflationary environment inflation can be caused by a number of reasons as we talked about primarily money supply or supply shocks and finally demand shocks Since we haven't dealt with inflation for over 40 years, there are a lot of myths surrounding inflation in our current environment. It is vital that you are able to properly diagnose inflation to understand the cause of inflation. We'll be talking with Ed about inflation in a number of upcoming podcasts where he will share what he thinks may be the cause of inflation and ways you can deal with it. So as an intelligent investor, you're going to want to be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can stay informed. You can subscribe by going to investedwithyou.com forward slash